You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Stuck. Our second season. Yay! It's lunchtime, and you've come out of a morning full of meetings, and you're stuck with a plate full of problems that you don't know how to solve. No worries. We got you. I'm Damian Bazadana from Situation. And I'm Rochelle Pereira from Equilibrium. And when it comes to workplace problems, I'm usually by the book. And I'm typically from the gut. I've been a leadership consultant and an executive coach for more than 15 years. And I spent the last 18 years building a marketing company. And together, we want to help you get unstuck. Our producers, Katie, Peter, and Stephanie, get all kinds of weird and wonderful questions from listeners ranging from college students with internships to seasoned professionals looking to take their companies to the next level. They get the lowdown in advance and then present the questions to us, giving us only five minutes to think about it before we weigh in. Now, these are not edited or research responses. They're instinctual and based on our experiences. So let's get started. We got a question from Joaquin, who works as a strategist at a creative agency, and he was recently promoted to team lead uh, when his old boss got a new job. So this is a change that he is super excited about, uh, but he considers his new reports to be his friends, and he's not really sure how to transition into being a good boss. Um, He feels stuck because he's never done this before, and he wants to set himself and his team up to succeed in this new reality. He would love some advice from you guys on how to maintain the friendships he's got while still being an effective supervisor. How old is he? Do you know? Uh, yeah, he's 25. That was the same quite question young. I had. Yeah, yeah, quite young. Okay. All right. I, this is classic. Let's do it. Let's do it. Michelle, what are you thinking? I, w- I was actually wondering... If you would go first, because I bet you've been in the, you know, when you first started situation 18 years ago, I bet you've been in this position as a 25-year-old. Yes, I was. I think- What um, was that like for you? Well, I wish it was a by-the-book version of this, because my instinct is, is always just be honest with people. And I think if you are, if, if there are particular people that you view as friends, and now you're being promoted to this position where they're reporting to you, if they're really your friends, I think you need to sort of just have an honest conversation with them up front saying, here's how I'm feeling. Here's how you might be feeling. Like just pretty much explicitly talking about the tensions that might arise. Because I feel like if you're not, that's what friends do. They're like honest with each other. And that is, I think, is the first step of actually doing that. Um, what do you think? I, well, you know, I always believe in explicit, clear communication. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I think that this is particularly difficult 
at this stage of your career and at this stage of life, right? So one of the questions I would have would be what kind of friendship is this that he's having with his peers? Are these like casual uh, acquaintances? Or is this like hanging out after work and going to happy hour? Is this like about more about having a fun time? Or is this a deep friendship that they want to continue to foster and that they see as a long-term relationship? Maybe they even went to college together. Who knows, right? Yeah. Because I think that there's different levels of friendship that need different different kinds of strategies. For instance, like if this if this guy's been promoted and he's 25 and he's really only been working with these other people for the last couple of years and they used to go to happy hour, they used to hang out or play basketball, whatever they did, then the question is, is like, how does he maintain those friendships? And I would argue that that's actually going to be very difficult. I agree. Because there is a change in status. There is a change in um, responsibility. It requires boundaries and role definition and a contingency plan. Like if they're if they are out of sync with each other, that just requires a lot of nurturing. And I, I don't know what kind of relationship we're just you know we're talking about. But yeah, and so there's maturity on both parts too, totally. right? So and that's I think and I've seen this a lot too. Just as we've grown as a company, I've seen people put in these positions that the people that also the people that now report to Joaquin. There's a, a certain level of maturity that they need to begin to show. Yeah. And in some situations, it just doesn't work out. The one thing that I like to do in very uncomfortable situations is I always like to ask the other person, assuming that I have a level of trust with them, is what would you do if you were me? And I want you to understand where I sit, and I want you to understand where I'm from. And if you were in my shoes, what would you do? And on an ongoing framework of how I work with people. Yeah. Because um, I think they, it, it, to me, hopefully, they look at the position that I'm in of, of how I'm going to lead this person. And I use that as a framework moving forward in an ongoing way. Yeah. I, I think a lot about emotional intelligence, actually, with this question, because the research says that at the age of 25 or something like that is when you start to really be able to develop higher levels of emotional intelligence in a more kind of conscious way because of situations just like this, that he has to navigate and think about. He has to have positive – he has to see the positive intent of the other person. He can't be sort of so stuck in his own ego. He has to have a, like a tougher skin. He has to figure out how to – navigate these conversations. So this is going to be a great growth opportunity for him. And it does depend on the maturity of the other people that he's working with as to whether or not they can meet him where he's at. You know, and I, and I, I, part of it is managing his expectations. This isn't, this is going to be hard. He's going to probably not be able to maintain the same level of friendship that he used to have. You know, so yeah. like, for instance, I think back about when I used to live in the UK, one of the best examples that I've ever seen of this is that my boss, uh, her name was Margaret, and then Margaret's boss was Barbara. And Barbara and Margaret were friends for a very, very long time and had worked together for like a decade before they were in this position. But they were in the latter stages of their career. They had super clear role definition. Their relationship was so important to them and they had known each other for so long and their kids knew each other and like they were really like in sync with each other that it was worth them making clear rules of like what we talk about at work and what what do we not talk about when we're at work? What are the things that I can share with you and what are the things I can't share with you? How I can't show favoritism or or be harder on you because you're my friend. It's like being really clear about 
if we're going to make this work, this is what I have to do and this is what you have to do. And if we're worried that one of us are breaking the rules, we have to make it clear to say, hey, what's up with that? And they did it so masterfully, but they had very low ego. They didn't, their status wasn't a big deal. Neither of them were trying to climb a corporate ladder. They were 55, not 25. Yeah, it's a different You know, so it's a different kind of thing. And I think at 25, people are still trying to establish themselves in their career. And so I think probably some of the other people on the team were pissed off that they weren't promoted. So there's like a whole nother layer of complication there. And I just want him to say like, it's okay if he can't maintain all of those friendships. Yeah. Well, I remind Joaquin, I think this often gets lost in the shuffle. Joaquin's job as a leader is to make the people that report into him better yeah, and improve their careers. And when you start to think of through that lens, I think he's thinking of probably all the tensions that will begin to form in this new position of having a direct report. But the other way to look at it is to saying his now job is to sort of take a focus on this other person's career and find all the ways in which he can help them grow. Yeah. And there's a lot of benefit to that. And and I think and I've seen that happen before very very effectively. Because at first there might be tension, but then all of a sudden when the person who's now reporting into Joaquin starts to see, oh, he act and because they have a relationship, he has a better understanding of maybe what this person's goals are, how they want to get there. Joaquin can actually have a direct impact on this person's professional success. So it all depends on the lens in which you see it and and the reality is it comes down to the maturity of both. It becomes the maturity of the space. And, and as a 25-year-old in a leadership position like that, trust your gut because that's really all you got. You don't have the experience. You're going blindly into some piece of, of – into kind of a whole new world. And um, I, to me, I'm like you kind of have to trust your gut because there's no right or wrong answer. You're going to get advice and insights from people around you that you know and trust. But your gut, never underestimate your gut. I feel like even for young folks. And the reason they're promoting him, my assumption is, they believe he has the emotional intelligence to navigate it. Or can develop or the can emotional develop intelligence. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? I, I think you kind of have it. Or you, in a strange way, I feel like on emotional intelligence level, I feel like you either have it or you don't. And I think it evolves well, over that's time. That's just you have wrong. It, you know. But <laughs> I mean, I it dis- gets better over over time. Yeah, but 25 you, to 55 is like your golden age. On emotional You're intelligence. Still in it. Yeah. I, I believe it evolves, but I just, I'm sure there's science that backs you up. Oh, I believe you either have the instinct of understanding someone and the care or you don't. And I know that our time is almost up, but one of the things that Joaquin also needs to think about is that oftentimes when you're promoted in your first promoted, your first promotion at 25, he thinks he has to be the boss with all of the ideas, Yeah, you know? And so it's also settling into the fact that what is the role of a supervisor? And just as you say, how is he there to promote and grow his team and not just show off that he has like the skills or the ability, you know? So yeah. it, this is where I think emotional intelligence really plays a role. How does he be comfortable with his own self-regard and also what we would call the regard for others? Yeah. So I think that this is going to be an interesting time for him. I so what, what is our ultimate advice here? Well, I'm, again, I'm leading into the point of engage it and just be honest. And with if, where you see the tension engage it and speak about it directly with the person. And I believe personally, I believe you can have that first as a friend's conversation if they are a friend. Yeah. That's my personal take. To say, to say I'm about to start going down a path, not uh, framing it to say, like, I'm now stepping into this role. Here's the way I'm thinking about it. But have an open conversation as a friend first, because that seems to be the, the concern is, not as their boss first. Right. Yeah. And I would say the latter part of that is set clear boundaries yeah. of this is our relationship has to be different. And these are some of the boundaries that we're going to create. I think that that's oftentimes awkward to do. And a lot of assumptions are made, but I think he needs to do that if, if he's going to have a chance at this. I agree. 
If you liked this episode, please rate it on Apple Podcasts or leave us a comment or share it with somebody you think is stuck. This helps us reach listeners who could benefit from these conversations. And if you'd like your own question answered, go to our website, stuckpod.com, to submit a question. Stuck is created by Equilibrium and Situation. It is produced by the wonderful Katie Byrne, Peter Ujicic, and Stephanie Connors. Big shout out to Miratone Studios for putting up with us again. Our theme music is Rockstar by Owen Mulcahy. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.